This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. We sort of thought this was happening, but now we've got the proof. Soaring gasoline prices are getting people more interested in electric vehicles. TrueCar is measuring significantly more activity on its car shopping website. Shoppers looking at EVs shot up 380% in March compared to a year ago. Interest in hybrids was up 180%. TrueCar did a survey in the U.S. and found that 57% of respondents are more likely to buy an EV because of higher gasoline prices. One out of five said they are extremely likely to buy an EV. And that's up 50% from July of 2021. Men are more likely to buy an EV than women, 59% versus 45, but the gap is narrowing and people in their 20s are the most likely to consider buying an EV. Even so, gas prices are starting to come down in the U.S. Prices shot up to more than $4.30 a gallon after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And while they're still high, they've now dropped to $4.11 a gallon on average in the U.S., and that's $0.22 lower than at the beginning of March, according to the AAA. And at least one analyst says prices could drop to $3.50 to $4 a gallon by Memorial Day. And to help ease gas prices even further in the U.S., the Biden administration will extend the availability of E15, that's gasoline with 15% ethanol, until September 15th. That should help stretch out supplies of gasoline. Ethanol has less energy than gasoline, but it also has a much higher octane rating and burns cleaner. And the EPA is considering making E15 fuel available year-round, which could help lower gasoline prices. Well, this took some guts. A couple of Chinese companies sued the EPA when it blocked them from selling motorcycles and recreational vehicles because they used substandard catalytic converters. Taotao and the Jinyang County Jiangyuan Industry Company sold nearly 110,000 motorcycles and RVs in the U.S. with catalytic converters that didn't meet certification requirements. And they sued the EPA to prevent it from enforcing laws that protect the public's health. But a judge just ruled in favor of the EPA, and the EPA fined both companies more than $1.6 million. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Honda is making up for lost time when it comes to EVs, and now it's putting its money where its mouth is. It's going to spend $64 billion, or nearly 59 billion euros, on R&D over the next 10 years. The majority of that will go towards electrification and software development. And by 2030, Honda plans to launch 30 EV models globally, which would represent production of 2 million units a year. As we've reported, and you likely know, 
Some of those EVs will come from its partnership with GM. Two electric SUVs, one for Honda and one for Acura, launch in 2024, which is followed by more affordable EVs in 2027. To power those EVs, Honda is buying Ultium batteries from GM, but is also developing solid-state batteries that will hit the market after 2025 and is considering a joint venture for battery production. But surprisingly, Honda makes absolutely no mention of Sony, which it announced an EV alliance with in March. It does talk about a Honda e-architecture that combines both hardware and software, and we think it's possible this is what's being co-developed with Sony. But Honda won't start adopting the platform until 2026, and the vehicles from Honda and Sony were supposed to go on sale in 2025. So this is something we'll have to keep an eye on. But moving on ahead, Honda also plans to introduce EVs for commercial use, as well as mini EVs, and even a couple of sports cars. And one of them sure looks to us like a future-gen NSX. General Motors is lining up its own source of raw materials for EV batteries. It announced a multi-year deal with the Swiss-based company Glencore to get the cobalt that it needs. The cobalt, which comes from Australia, will be used in the cathodes of GM's Altium batteries. Along the same lines, Ford signed up with Lake Resources to get the lithium it needs from a facility in Argentina. The site is under development now, will cost $540 million to build, and won't be open until 2024. But once it is up and running, Ford plans to get up to 25,000 tons of lithium a year. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Toyota released more details on its BZ4X electric crossover, and here are the basics. There are two trim levels, XLE and Limited. The base price is just over $42,000, not including destination charges, and range is 252 miles. That's for the front-wheel drive version. The all-wheel drive version starts at $45,300 and has 228 miles of range. Both of them have 201 horsepower, with the front-wheel drive version going 0 to 60 in 7.1 seconds, while the all-wheel drive one does it in 6.5 seconds. You get three years of free connectivity services, including voice-activated audio and HVAC controls, as well as navigation. And you get a one-year trial for things like roadside assistance, automatic collision notification, and stolen vehicle locator. The BZ4X also comes with Toyota's suite of safety systems, which are enhanced with a better radar and camera. To give you an idea of the size of this vehicle, it's slightly longer and lower than a RAV4, and it's about to go on sale very soon in the U.S. market. Click on the link in today's transcript or in the description box if you'd like to get more details. The Nissan LEAF is getting a slight refresh for the 2023 model year, and most notably, it features an updated front end that isn't as angular as before, which softens the design up a bit. The logo on the front is also now illuminated. The shape of the tire deflectors, rear under diffuser, 
and rear spoiler were all modified to improve aerodynamics. The base LEAF S is equipped with a 40 kilowatt hour battery pack, while the LEAF SV Plus comes with a 60 kilowatt hour one. Nissan didn't reveal their EPA range, but says it will be close to the outgoing model, which is 149 miles for the S and 215 miles for the SV Plus. Pricing will also be similar to the prior version, $28,425 for the S and $36,425 for the SV Plus. Both prices include destination charges. The refresh leaf goes on sale this summer. And we've got something of a coup this Thursday on Autoline After Hours. Our guest is GM President Mark Royce, and the topic is all about GM's EV strategy. So join John and Gary for some of the best insights into the inner workings of the automotive industry from the very people who are making it happen. That's a wrap for today. Thanks for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.